0: What's up guys? Welcome to another episode of the grind podcast where I talk hunting, entrepreneurship, winning and the daily grind and what it takes to earn success. I'm your host, Eric van Workum today. We're joined by Aaron. Um, It's been a minute. So we're just going to have to apologize right here and uh, say, sorry, we haven't podcast for a minute. Uh, The season happened and we were trying to get this vinyl harness, which is uh, the game changer ready to go for the year. And we had a delay in shipping. So it was absolutely um, utter madness. Yeah. That's the easy way to put it. Yeah. My (laughs) goal, my goal, and I tried to prepare everyone for this in advance was to get these vinyl harnesses, uh, uh, done by mid July. And I kept telling everyone, Hey, listen, we got to have these, we got to have these, we got to have these. And the sample got lost in the mail and the production samples got lost in the mail and FedEx, you know, who knows what happened. And it was one of the most frustrating times um, in, in business for me, especially when I knew that what we're up against with our our uh, season, uh, August starting, these hunts starting, and I, I had a spec home that I was dealing with at the time, trying to get these campaigns ready, trying to get everyone ready to go. Man, I
1: was frustrated, frustrated, frustrated. And we were building a new website, which you guys, a lot of you have probably seen. but Yeah. Yep. So there was a lot going on. There was a
0: lot going to on. To say the least. I think we built that website in seven days. It was a yeah. little bit insane. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, we built that thing in seven days. We still got to get a lot of blog articles and stuff transferred. over. There's a lot to do yet. Um, we got to get a lot of products over still. Uh, at, no, I, we're good on products, right?
1: Pretty much. There's a few more we got to get up, but most of them. The we got to get the
0: blog o- over. We got to get our content over and figure out how we want to organize like our videos and stuff.
1: Yep. Still
0: more to do, but but... We're biting off a piece at a time. We're trying to move as quickly as possible. We're a small team, but we're getting it. So anyway, sorry for the delay in uh, not being able to podcast and, and communicate with you guys. Um, if you haven't joined our private Facebook group, though, join our private Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash Muley You have to answer three questions before we can admit you. Those questions uh, basically ask for your email. We're going to spam you. We still haven't sent the group an email, so don't, don't fear that. Uh, both, uh, we ask what type of hunter you are, and there's one other question I don't
1: remember. What Just we a few things to get to know you, Yeah, basically. a few things to
0: get to know you, and then we asked if you are going to join us over there, please engage with the group. There's a lot of cool people over there, a lot of solid people, and uh, it, it's basically a little private community of the Mealy Freak folks, so it's a really cool place, so we'd love to have you over there.
1: And we may. We ask you not to be a jerk, too, and if you're going to be a jerk, you'll get... You get exed. Exed. But no one's been exed. Nope. So it's we got
0: 1.3 thousand over there, um, and everyone knows everybody. It's pretty cool. And we only launched the Bino Harness to the private Facebook group. Those are the only people that got first access to the game changer Bino Harness. So that was kind of cool. It, it's kind of our little way of saying, "Hey, thanks for being so awesome. You get first crack at it." And um, thank you so much for all the support there.
1: Yep, first crack at that, and then the free T-shirts until they run out. And yeah, we send a yeah.
0: free T-shirt with for everybody. So let's talk about that. That's what I wanted to kind of talk about the, this podcast. I want to talk to you about the game changer. Its inception, how it kind of came to be, um, the history behind it, and some of our uh, what should I say pain points with uh, the Traverse two and manufacturing and so on and so forth. So we can we can start from the bottom of the top. So I came with the idea probably five six years ago. I wanted to do a. Uh, we had this mealy free community. I wanted to do. Uh, a vinyl harness. And, uh, we worked with a friend at the time who helped us where we manufactured, uh, the stealth and then we call it the stealth
1: vinyl harness, the yeah. stealth
0: vinyl harness. Um, we did it locally and it, it was, it was okay. It, it wasn't a bad system. I think it was good for what it was at the time. Uh, it was hundred percent enclosure, still super simple, but the webbing, I think it was a half inch webbing. And one of the complaints that we got was that it rubbed into the neck
1: a little bit, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah, we had a few complaints about that. Um, and it was kind of, I mean, it was still pretty small for what was out there at the time, low profile, but it had that big front pocket Yeah, and um, kind of looked like, kind of pushed out, looked like a choo-choo trainer a little bit, you yeah. know? But and, it was a good start. Uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a really good start. And I felt like our fabric was on point and it was quiet. And yeah. There were a lot of good things about That's it. That's when we
0: discovered that stretch fabric and how was DWR water resistant just just stretchy, nice looking, pliable, lightweight. And, and that ultimately led us to put it into the game changer. But yeah, that's where we kind of discovered that little stretch fabric, of which we make our bow cover out of our rifle cover. That's a good little fabric.
1: Yeah. It's awesome.
0: So anyway, we did that in Ranger Green, Coyote Brown. I think we eventually did some multicams in it. You know, it was a popular little thing. I think we sold out almost did all the time. Did you say gray too? we did a gray. Oh yeah. We did a wolf gray. Yep. Yeah. No, it sold out. And, uh, but you know, it was, it was okay. It wasn't made of the best components. Uh, it was the best that we could do at the time or that we knew how to do, but it was kind of like the stepping stone for what is, uh, mealy freak custom products. And you know, I still see some folks on Instagram repping the old
1: stealth bino harness and it's awesome. I see a a lot of people actually brings, (laughs) brings a smile to my face. Every hunting season, you know, when we get tagged in a lot of success photos, trophy photos, those always pop up, a bunch of them. Yeah. I've seen a dozen or so already this year. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. So anyway, um, you know, not to get too personal, but there's a
0: company out there, kind of went after us a little bit, sued us, and we kind of were able to, like, figure it out offline and and no one got nasty or anything, and I'm not even going to bring that uh, company up because they're a lot different than they are. Uh, they're a lot, they're a lot different than, than they are today. And I, I've got friends at that company too. So, but anyway, they, they were a little upset about it. We were able to resolve it, work it out. Uh, but ultimately we decided to kind of phase away from a completely different vinyl harness and we want to do something that was complete, completely unique. So that's when we came up with the Traverse and the Traverse 2.0, which are almost one and the same. One of them just has a little bit, a uh, couple different components on it, but the Traverse 2.0 and Traverse for that matter, has a built-in holster underneath the bottom of the case. And it, it's it been a phenomenal, phenomenal bino harness. We decided to add a um, little thicker padding on the shoulders so that people didn't have any issues with rubbing on the neck. And it's just been a super solid bino harness for us. People love the gun holster underneath. They love the functionality, 100 operation, uh, functional. Again, we have that stretch fabric to that. Uh, the yokes, really nice. And that uh, pleated front pocket is super usable. And then the back stretch pocket, it's just the first two point, Oh, there's a lot of people who love the heck out of that vinyl harness too.
1: Yeah. I still love it. It's a, it's quiet. Uh, like you said, functional, um, just, just so you guys know that the difference between the traverse one and two, was simply the, the straps on the harness. We put stretchy ones on the one and then they kind of came a little bit more loose than we'd like. So then we put some nylon webbing, but that's yeah. basically it. So and we changed color, color up. We did all tone on tone yeah. instead of black. Got rid of black. Made it sexier. Yeah, and this it was all sewn
0: locally here. Um, so that was that was nice. We we um, really really uh, um, we broke some Muley Freak records when we initially launched that, um, and then we came. To a spot where we're like, oh, we can sell way more than we can make. And it was also a very frustrating thing for us, you know?
1: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Very frustrating. And then, you know, we tried going with all sorts of different, you know, ways for manufacturing. and We tried different places and you know, um, different shops and some shops couldn't sew skillfully enough. Some had too much work already. Some like is, is one yeah. thing after another. Yeah. And <laughs> it's, it's a complex vinyl harness
0: that traverse. And that's largely why it was so expensive is because it was complex for people to sew. It was hard on the sewers, hard on their fingers. Um, there was a lot of steps, right? Yep. A lot of steps, a lot of steps,
1: flipping and reversing and all sorts of stuff that sewers don't like to do. Yeah. So. The, the more steps you can eliminate, the
0: more money you can make just because it's less labor. you know, and that's what that's what companies are about. They want to develop a good product, but they also want to um, eliminate as much labor because the more labor they can eliminate, the more they can sell it for and ultimately make more the profit margins go up. So um, yeah I, I I can't remember um, being more frustrated than wondering when the next batch of vinyl harness was coming in traverses for that matter, was coming in and losing my mind about it. Like as a business owner, if if you're not selling something, you're losing money. And where we weren't able to sell stuff, we were losing money. It was really hard for us being just a little small business and bootstrapping this company from the ground up. Um, we haven't taken business loans or anything like that. We just everything that we made, we've put right back into it, and that's why. First off, I just want to say thank you for everyone's support. Like, thank you, thank you, thank you for all the support you've given us. So when you buy something, just know that you're you're supporting us, and we we greatly appreciate it. With the same by the same token, we're trying to make the best product possible uh, for you guys too. But anyway, just want to do that quick quick little thank you there. But gosh, it was frustrating. Retail orders coming in. Uh, people text, DMs, emails. When's the next one coming in? Next one's coming in. Oh, I, well, I've, I've got a hunt coming up, or I've got this or that. I'm gonna have to buy something else because
1: you guys can't uh fulfill my my needs. Talk about how frustrating that was. Yeah, and we just knew what we were doing wasn't sustainable, and you know, working with. You know, local manufacturing. You know, they have their own troubles being local folks and losing sewers to Walmart and Amazon and all sorts of crazy stuff. Like, oh, you know, your order is gonna, your next batch of traverses are gonna be delayed three weeks because we just lost three sewers or whatever. Like, that's what it was like though. It was it was really hard. So two, you know, probably what two and a half years of shopping around for new manufacturers and just
0: trying to figure it out. So, yeah. So, um, the long and short of it, then COVID happened and we really couldn't make any traverse 2.0s because they were mandated to make masks for who knows who government mandated to make masks, which was a bunch of BS too. Obviously COVID was a real thing. It killed people. It almost killed my father-in-law and it killed some of our friends, dads. So I don't mean to take that lightly, but the whole, how it came from and what it is and, and forcing people and taking away their freedoms was, is a bunch of BS. And that affected us because we could not make the traverse 2.0 anymore because we went to the back of the line while they made masks. And we all know that masks weren't ways to control COVID, which is a bunch of more BS, but whatever. Um, it affected us. It affected us greatly. And we, we didn't, um, take any PPE loans. Uh, we didn't get any free money from the government and, a lot of companies out there took all that free money and we didn't. So we we limped along um, while we were just like, we got to figure something out. We've got to figure something out. So then that's when we went to more local manufacturers and, and tried reaching out and, and more and more and more and, and just couldn't figure it out until we got a lead from a friend um, about a, about a group that we could do. And we're just like, hey, let's develop a new one. It's time. The Traverse 2.0 has been around for what? How long was it around? Two, three years? Maybe yeah. longer?
1: Yeah. No, I think it was close to three years at the time. Close to three yeah. years.
0: And so um, we started down this road of developing uh, what now is the Game Changer. And Aaron and I, I think we gave some of our samples back, but had a, I don't know, boxes and boxes full of- We still have boxes of samples. Yeah. Boxes of samples. Where we're trying to figure this out. We wanted something different. We wanted something sleeker you know, um, there's a lot of vinyl harness companies that literally mimic each other that look just alike. And we wanted to be so past different than others that we just like, we want something completely different. We want something, here's our qualms. Here's what we like. Here's what we don't like. It's got to have no magnets. It's got to be a hundred percent enclosure and it's got to be one handed operational and quiet while comfortable, slim and fit a lot of different vinyl harnesses or binoculars, excuse me and so that's when we started down this path, um, with this company. Well, challenges weren't over there. Uh, We were trying to negotiate pricing with them. Um, the manufacturer and golly sakes told us one price and then turn around, changed their mind, told us another price and, you know, would, would send over things. And then it was different and just experienced a little bit of silver tongue, you know, told us what we wanted to hear. And I, I kind of was there for the initial meeting and then, uh, I think Aaron had a baby at the time. He, you had your little boy. And I came back in and they're like, this is what it is. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. This is not how it's going. This is this is what you told us. This is what it is now. And I was so frustrated because I knew we were being conned a little bit. and But luckily, we developed a relationship with a unbelievable person, designer. And he saw the writing on the wall. And he saw what they were doing to us. And he wanted to help us. And through this challenge that we experienced with this group that was trying to help us ultimately ended up being one of the greatest blessings. And, uh, we have a relationship with our designer who now works with us and is absolutely incredible, amazing because he takes Aaron and I's infield experience and in design and spits it out into a product. And he also loves hunting. And a lot of these other manufacturers aren't real hunters, aren't hunters at all for that matter. That's why Uh, my point with kind of bringing this up is we spent thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars for this group that kind of more or less conned us. And we're like with the already, uh, troublesome market and COVID and all the things we're just like, what are we going to do now? Why, why is God giving us these challenges right now? Almost to the point where all you could do is throw your hands up in the air and almost sob. It was, it was so frustrating, at least for me being the owner and being responsible for everybody. Um, And here through this challenge came one of the greatest blessings. And uh, basically this individual said, hey, you know, I see what these guys are doing for you. I want to help you. I just want to help you. I want to help you. You don't owe me anything. Just let me help you. I think we can get this done. So Aaron and I didn't quit. We didn't quit. We could have so easily quit so many times. So many times. And I'm in the middle of a kind of a little frustrating spell here with hunting and I just want to quit. I do. I'm so overwhelmed. I got a baby coming. I got these bino harnesses that landed here late. I just want to quit, but I can't quit. And the point is, look, look, if we would have quit on the game changer.
1: Yeah. I just say that, uh, I think this was a good life lesson for us and it's, you know, it, it kind of goes out to more than just, you know, the game changer bino harness, uh, to, to hunting, you know, like we've talked about before on podcasts, When are you successful hunting? Like a lot of times it's the last, you know, you killed one of your biggest bucks the last day of the hunt, last hour of the hunt. Same thing with my archery bull. Like it doesn't matter what it is. It's, you know, whether it's, you're trying to learn a new skill or this or that, and you just want to quit. Like the, the blessing comes at the end after you've put in everything you have and you haven't quit. And then that blessing comes like that's, that's just how, that's how it works. And, you know, I, I think it's a, just a law under heaven that, you give everything you can and and then that's when the miracle comes you yep. know and so i i think that that's a universal law and I agree. we've seen it in our lives whether it be hunting or uh you know business or family whatever that's that's just how it is so yeah but anyway we're here now and we have an incredible product and a lot of you guys have it in in your hands right now yeah and we've had amazing feedback from everyone that's got it. It's yep. like, holy cow. And that's where the satisfaction and, uh, at least for me has kind of, it's like, Oh my gosh, finally, you know, someone yeah. else gets to have it in their hands. They're, they've been using it in the field. Like we've probably had a dozen trophy kill photos from people already that have went out and killed something yeah. and they have it on. And, um, you know, they have sent us a text about what a wonderful product it is. And it's like, Oh my gosh, you know, four, four or five years of, you know, total frustration and it's, it's worth it now. So, yeah.
0: and, and people, it's, it, it enhances your experience in the field hunting in terms of um, being able to execute down the stretch. And when I say execute down the stretch, I mean, being able to execute in the moment while you're trying to find that animal and then trying to put a stock and then ultimately put a well-placed bullet or arrow into that animal. And the game changer bino harnesses helps you do all those things. It's quiet, it's secure, it's functional, it's low profile, it's lightweight it fits like a glove. It fits a wide array of binoculars, harnesses: ten by forty twos, twelve by fifties, ten by fifties. It's not going to fit your 15s or eighteens. Uh, we'll address that later. But
1: and range finding binos that are a little bit bulkier. Yeah,
0: and- fits the ELS, fits the GeoVids, um, if it, it fits a Razor Tip twelve by fifties. What is it? The UHDs Vortex fits fits UHDs. Um, you know, it's it's a phenomenal product and it's super comfortable. It's lightweight um we have dedicated rangefinder palettes that comes with a wolf gray cord leash uh both the coyote brown and range find, or ranger green have coyote accents we didn't skimp on a just a regular uh woven label like everyone else does we did a 3D raised pvc rubber patch um and we figured out a way that that wouldn't screw up and and in inhibit opening of the harness um our you know, we should have patented it, but the draw cord leash system, we were, we're a shock cord system, uh, the way that opens and stays open without any magnets. We were the first to do that the very first. And we've had one person copy us already. And, um, listen, um, you got to support ingenuity and that's what this game changer is. So we welcome and would appreciate all the support we can there. And I will say this until I'm, you know, blue in the face, there is not, there is not a better Bino Harness system out there. Hands down, nothing even compares to this. And I have them all, I've bought them all, and I've almost used them all. Nothing even compares. That's how good this system is. And we're only selling it in the bundle right now, which is $209.99. And that's two plus years of, you might think, oh, this is the most expensive one. Well, it's the best one. And that's two years of R&D development and all the things. And that's why that that's a, a little bit more expensive. But it does come with an accessory pouch and a rangefinder pouch, which are, by the way, removable. Uh, so if you don't want to run them like that, you can take them off. Or you know, you have uh, rangefinding binos, you can just get rid of the rangefinder pouch. So um, there's a lot of different things you can do there. So let's talk about the features of the bino harness. Number one, no magnets. Magnets can be a bad thing because, number one, they can flat out ruin your phone. Number two, uh, they won't work with compasses. And then number three, you're running base map or whatever mapping system you're using. And it's going to screw up your range finding tools, your location. There's a lot of different things that can goof it up. So we don't use any magnets. So number two, hundred percent enclosure keeps debris out, pine needles, dirt, uh, moisture. And then number three, one handed operational, especially for the bow hunter that you can be able to get in there with one hand while your bows holding while you're offhand is holding your bow or your rifle and you can, you know, be glassing for tines in the brush or, uh, trying to make sure that while you're making a stock, that animal's not on you, you know, location pinpointing you, whatever you want to say there. So, um, that was big. And then we're the only vinyl harness company with a dual front pocket. The one pocket up front is called a kangaroo pocket. It is less functional. So you're not going to be able to dig stuff out of there really quick. I could put like slip a mouth call in there, and hang it out halfway because it's a very tight pocket. Uh, you can I put my tags up there. Uh, it doesn't have a zipper on that kangaroo pocket because it's so tight, nothing is gonna fall out of there.
1: I slip my phone in there just when I need to put it down real quick, and then I you know, grab but it, back it won't out. open with your phone right
0: there because your phone's no, too tall. Just but to when F- I just F- need I. to
1: put it somewhere real quick, I'll just slip it in there. You can also slip it in the back pocket yeah. too.
0: Yeah. It has a stretch pocket in the back, which is a phenomenal place for a phone. That's where I put it. It'll fit a phone scope back there too with your phone. So that's kind of how I'll run that. Um, but the second pocket up front, which is the outermost pocket, it's a pleated zipper stretch pocket. It is extremely functional. I see people putting releases in there. Um, things that you need to zip, secure. You could also put tags in there, extra bullets. I'll put extra bullets there while I'm rifle hunting. That is super functional. You know, all these other vinyl harness manufacturers, they're digging their fingers in there because that pocket doesn't hardly even work. That's what's so f- uh, phenomenal about the game changer is it's functional, super functional. Now, does this vinyl uh, harness have the... Uh, built-in holster no but it's going to have a separate attachment for it later and we haven't finished that yet but it has two molly webbing strips that you will be able to attach an ambidextrous holster there for a future date so side stretch pockets i run allen wrenches and winnicator on the sides those are great it took us a while to figure out you know the size that needed to be there so people could go easy in easy out one-handed for that so just just that detail right there being able to put things in and out with one hand, I run Winnicator and chapstick on one side and my Allen wrenches on the other side. Uh, as Aaron mentioned, stretch pocket in the back for, uh, um, phone or tags or tags, whatever, uh, that works. And then the hood, you know, it's a, it's a core tension system. That's how we were able to do it with no magnets. So you have a little toggle of stretch underneath the bottom and you can cinch that depending on how much tension you want to open and close that. Now you can open it and go into stocking mode and the lid will just sit there open. It's nice. It doesn't flip up on you. And, and that took a long time to figure out how to make that so that we can so that that would operate that way. Um, then we have the bat wings on the side, and that's where the accessory pouches go. On the dedicated rangefinder pouch, which has a dual uh, loop that you can tether to either side of that. So if you want to run your rangefinder pouch on the right, or if you want to run your rangefinder on the left, it'll open with one hand. It'll secure over the top. And no magnets again. And it fits a wide array of rangefinders. Now the Revic is a little tight in that, but it will still fit the re- Revic. The eight the six hour kilo, eight K. Uh, it fits well in there too. And then the accessory pouch, we made that slimmer. So none of these accessory pouches will impede with backpack, with a backpack or the backpack straps. It's just enough out of the way. Well, it won't create any issues for you there. Um, the accessory pouch has bullet holsters. You can put up to 300 PRC. I'm sure it'll fit bigger bullets there. I haven't tested them all, but there's five slots for bullets in there and I'll run tripod adapter calls, phone scope rings, a lot of ways you can use that. Um, and it breathes well. The yoke keeps the one-inch webbing away from the, uh, away from the neck, so you're not going to get any digging there. It's extremely comfortable. Um, and probably the, the thing that we haven't talked about most is the buckles. Everyone uses just a standard buckle. Uh, we are the first bino harness manufacturer to put an SJ Slim Profile, good-looking, functional, light, strong buckle right there. And we're super excited about that, too. Um, again, say this till I'm blue in the face, nothing compares to this right now. It is the best, and it's a result of more days in the field than any other vinyl harness manufacturer out there. Um, more testing than any other vinyl manufacturer. See, we we don't make uh performance outerwear uh, performance hunting camo, we, we're we making specialty products like the vinyl harness rifle cover and boat cover. Our time is dedicated to making these products the best in the world, and they are the best in the world. So, um,
1: also has two gatekeepers on each side so that gatekeeper basically is a clip that keeps um it'll go around your your bat wing and through your through some webbing on your accessory pouch or your rangefinder pouch and what that does is when you undo the clips on your side to take your vinyl harness off your accessory pouch and rangefinder pouch aren't going to go flying so they just stay there and they don't they're super low profile you don't feel them Um, it's just super nice to keep on your wings so that they don't go flying off.
0: Yeah. Makes it super nice. You can take it off, shake it, set it down. You don't have to worry about things going flying. Um, also accessory pouch has a dual zipper. So if you want to run that on the left or right side, you can open from either side of the accessory pouch too. That's another thing that
1: amidextrous, amidextrous
0: zipper. Yeah. Also the zipper pulls have a custom molded Muley freak logo. It is sweet. (laughs) Um, and it's, it's just, no one else is putting this much attention to detail into this. So Um, we'd love your support on it. You guys, this was an incredible learning experience for Aaron and I frustrations, not quitting and finally getting this thing landed. It is shipping daily. In fact, uh, we have a great relationship with the folks over at black Ovis. Uh, they're one of the, they're the only manufacturer or sorry. They're the only retailer that we are allowing at this time, uh, to sell this with us. So you can either get it from us directly or from them. And it's the only place you can get it in the world. So anything on that note? Nope. Yeah. Well, guys, I I appreciate it. Check out the game changer. This is the official launch where we're talking about it opening up to the world. You'll see it on social media. We got a dedicated YouTube video talking about it. That's going to go live today. Um, you'll see this go live on black Ovis probably this Friday. Um, support, support us guys. We, we appreciate it. This is how we keep the lights on. This is how we keep things rolling. And, uh, we can't tell you how much we appreciate you. Sorry. It's been a minute. Um, we're, we're grinding on the YouTube, we're grinding in the, in the warehouse and we're, we're just trying to get better. So join our private Facebook group, pick up a game changer. Um, don't stop your fitness. We're still grinding on the fitness scene. Uh, if you have any questions about first form products, hit us up, DM us. We're happy to help you guys. We just want to help you guys get better too. So, uh, subscribe to this podcast, leave us a review, share it, send it to your buddy. Um, and we appreciate you. We'll catch you on the next one.